Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to another episode of the Nintendo Powercast. I'm your host, N64 Josh, for this Nintendo News Minute. Before we jump into this thing, I want to let you know that the Player's Pulse is coming back. If you want to be a part of it, have your questions answered daily. Head on over to n64josh.com slash discord and look for the NPC Player Pulse server. You can leave your questions there and they will be answered on the Player Pulse episodes that are going to be uh, kicking back off next week. Also, if you'd like to be entered to win an eShop gift card, all you got to do is head on over to Spotify and leave a comment on uh, any of the episodes. Each comment will um, get you entered uh, for a chance to win eShop uh, gift cards each month. And another way to be entered is by getting ad-free episodes by subscribing on Spotify and Apple Play. With that, let's jump into the news. Skull Island Rise of Kong is taking an absolute beating online, according to MyNintendoNews.com. And I went through and watched a handful of the tweets on this uh, on this game. They are bad. I mean, when I say bad, I mean, like, horrific. Okay. The article says, well, we're all surprised to hear that the new King Kong game was coming to console. And for some reason, we were barely treated to a series of trailers from the developer, Game Mill. Well, Kong Skull Island is now available, and it seems quite obvious why this particular game wasn't marketed very well. It was released with very little fanfare. Social media users have been having a field day with Skull Island Rise of Kong, which looks ridiculously bad and even makes the often, um, <laughs> oh no, makes the uh, derided Lord of the Rings Gollum game look like a top tier title. 
check out some of the amusing impressions below. And like one of the thing I saw yesterday was a cutscene. And in this cutscene, there's a like a dragon looking creature, kind of lizard thing. It goes to growl. You would think that it would be fully animated. No, it switches to just a still shot of of this monster that's essentially growling. And then Kong is still moving. It's it makes no sense. There's it it makes zero sense. So I'm not sure what is going on with this game. One of the tweets reads, um, Gameplay of Skull Island Rise of Kong. This costs $40 and is made by the people who make low-effort shovelware with big IP franchises. This is the modern LJN, which is just funny because I remember that uh, that studio for sure when I was a kid on the on the NES. I wouldn't be surprised. Let me do let me do a quick I'm gonna do a quick Google search here and see who made Predator um on uh on the NES. Let's find out. I have a feeling I could be wrong, but I have a feeling it is gonna be LJN. Let's see. Let's see. Looks like oh, it was Activision. So I was uh, I was wrong, but I wasn't. I wouldn't have been surprised to see to see it was LJN. Let's take a quick peek on what are some other LJN titles, and maybe uh, you know, maybe maybe you guys can leave some comments of some of the the games you remember playing from them. I remember the logo well; it had a rainbow. Um, some of the games that uh, that they have done. Let's head over to their Wikipedia page here. Let's see. It looks like uh, it looks like TNC Surf Design, which wasn't bad. Um, they did an ET game, <laughs> so you know uh, we all know how well uh, ET games have uh, have fared. Uh, I want to see. Oh, oh, Acclaim did end up with the uh, with the ownership of uh, of LJN, so. That's, uh, that's interesting. Interesting. And, uh, it has been dissolved. It, uh, went under, looks like in 1994 and was founded in 1970. So I know kind of a little, uh, little, little side trip here, but it looks like, oh, so they became the toy licensee of world wrestling federation and wrestling superstars line, which featured action figures based. So they, they were not just into the gaming scene, but they were also into, um, into toys as well. I'm, I'm just curious what other games they might have they might have put out. Their 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 Wikipedia page didn't didn't show much. I'm over on a Nintendo Wiki page now, and let's see if we can get uh, get a little more little more info for them. I'm just I'm just so curious. Okay, here we go. Here we go, you guys. Alien Three, Back to the Future, Back to the Future's Two and Three, Beetlejuice, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Friday the Thirteenth, Gotcha the Sport, The Incredible Crash Test Dummies, Jaws, Karate Kid. I remember Major League Baseball. I had that one. Played it with my dad all the time. NFL Football, Nightmare on Elm Street, Pictionary, The Punisher. Uh, Roger Clemens, MVP Baseball, Spider-Man, The Return of the Sinister Six, um, Town and Country, Surf Designs, uh, which is TNC Surf Designs, uh, Wood and Water Rage, Town and Country 2, Thrillist Safari, Terminator 2 Judgment Day, The Uncanny X-Men, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Wolverine, WWF King of the Ring, WWF WrestleMania Challenge, and WWF WrestleMania Steel Cage Challenge. And... Uh, they they didn't slow down. They also went into uh, 
They also went into um, the Super Nintendo, which one of their games, which I absolutely hated, was Spider-Man and the X-Men in Arcade's Revenge. It was horrible. But they also did Spider-Man and Venom Maximum Carnage, which I enjoyed. And there's also just another Spider-Man title that I think is okay, but I, I don't recall playing it. So, you know, a handful of these games absolute hot garbage i understand this tweet more than ever with donkey era with king kong being so bad and uh, kind of fun little trip down memory lane there just seeing just seeing who what are some of the games <laughs> i just i just saw the game boy game from 95 true lies so there you go to give you guys just an idea of what lgn made back in the day there were some uh, some not so great titles from them Moving on here, Sonic uh, Superstars is now available, and there has been a patch, which is takes it to 1.05. There's not any news from Sega on what this patch covered, but it is, uh, if you start your game up now, you're going to be playing at that version. Also, looking more at Sonic Superstars, Game Explain did a graphic comparison between the Switch and the PS5. Now the PS5 has uh, it looks to be a lot more contrast. It looks maybe some more shadows, maybe even a little bit like the light reflections of like the sun on the on the palm trees and stuff look to be a little bit better. There's some light rays that are coming through. I want to see about the Switch version. They're there as well. The Switch version just looks a little more washed out compared to the. Um, compared to the PlayStation version is all. Uh, other than that, I would say it looks it looks pretty uh, pretty good. Now the reviews for this game are uh, well, they're kind of up in the air. Let's take a we'll take a quick peek at uh, at some of the reviews for uh, Sonic Superstars. Uh, Push Square gave it a six out of ten. IGN gave it a seven out of ten. And a lot of these things say the same thing. So Push Square says, we can absolutely recommend this as a solo experience. There is a lot um, to like about it. The fresh art style, largely great soundtrack, and multi-layered level design. Throw in a friend or two, though, and it quickly gets messy. Uh, Sonic Superstars has a mix of both um, interesting and ill-advised new ideas, making it an enjoyable Sonic game, but not exactly a super one. Um, in its core mission, Sonic Superstars is successful. It recreates the foundation of a 2D Sonic, some of the finest platformers ever made. Well, unfortunately, the new elements um, layered atop that are rather hit or miss. That was from VGA 24-7. They give it a 3 out of 5. Gaming Trend, 9 out of 10. They seem to love it. God is a, is a 6.5 out of 10. Sonic Superstars simply has too much frustrating elements to deal with. Rolling through the actual stages is often a lot of fun, but having to deal with tedious boss fights and constant minigames gets old fast. If you got a friend who loves Sonic, you'll probably have a decent time playing through the main story together. But kind of what I'm seeing is that the sense of speed that you would typically get from a Sonic game is hindered when you play multiplayer. So uh, sounds like a good game to play alone, but maybe not necessarily to play um, with uh with with friends so we'll have to uh you have to let me know if you ended up picking it up and playing it what you thought either in the discord or you can tweet at me at n64josh and uh let me know what your thoughts or leave a comment on spotify what your thoughts of sonic superstars how it's uh how it's how, how it's faring for you uh 
Um, Splatoon 3 is updating to version 5.1.0 tomorrow. And uh, there are a few, a few, a few patch notes here. It says uh, changes to Splatfest data relating to Splatoon Splatfest has been updated, or I'm sorry, Splatoween Splatfest has been updated. Changes to multiplayer, the terrain in Mahi Mahi Resort has been changed in all modes. Specifications for some main weapons have changed. Um, Splattershot Junior and custom Splattershot Junior movement speed while firing is now about six percent faster. Um, the L3 nozzle nose and nozzle nose D, the reduction in damage uh, cool on how long a shot takes to reach its target is now more gradual. Um, and uh, it goes through a number. There's quite a few uh, weapons tweaks here. Um, the curling bomb is to reduce the amount of ink consumed when using a standard ink tank from 70 to 65. Uh, looks like some of the special weapons, um, the killer whale increased damage dealt by approximately 17%, um, crack and Royale movement speed while not charged is now roughly 11% faster. Uh, Trizuka reduced the damage dealt by explosions from 60 to 53 and 10 missiles decreased the radius of explosion areas, uh, that deals 30 damage by approximately 15%. So they continue on. You can, of course, check all of the show notes yourself over at my Nintendo news. If you'd like, um, there's some, some fixes to player controls, uh, fixes to multiplayer. Like they're, they're putting some, they're putting some work in here, fixes to salmon run, um, and to, uh, and to Splatfest. So we'll, uh, we'll see how, how Splatoween goes down. I know cheesy is excited to see that one. And I was excited to see when it was announced as well. Cause uh, I know that community is always hungry for more events. Well, Nintendo of UK launches super Mario brothers wonder a bus spotting competition in London. So according to this tweet from Nintendo UK, it says, have you spotted a Super Mario Brothers Wonder bus around London? London, snap a pic of it and post using the corresponding hashtag: Mar- hashtag Mario Bus, hashtag Luigi Bus, hashtag Peach Bus, hashtag Toad Bus, or hashtag Yoshi Bus for a chance to win Super Mario Brothers Wonder prize pack. So that is pretty fun. If you're over in the UK, I know there's not many listeners over there, but uh, if you are, and if you happen to see a bus, make sure to take a photo and use the correct, uh, the correct hashtag. Um, the prizes, one lucky winner will receive a prize pack containing one Super Mario Brothers Wonder t-shirt, a pin set, um, 2D diorama, talking flower figure, and a sticker sheet. And entries are open from 1400 on 1016 to um 23.59 on november 5th so there you go if you're in if you're in london make sure to uh make sure if you see a mario bus to snap a photo and uh and and post it on uh let's see i think it's on x i'm assuming that's what it looked i mean the, the 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 it came from x so it just says share your photo. I'm assuming that's where it's got to be, though. So if you if you end up uh, if you end up doing that, make sure to post one in the Discord. If you guys see some of these buses, I'm really I'm really curious if anybody anybody in the community um, gets to see one of these things. I'm uh, I'd I'd love to see your photo. So, well, Bethesda veteran Pete Hines announced 
announces his retirement after 24 years. And he says, it feels like the time is right. And of course you go on to, to X or Twitter and whatever. And you know, the, the, the fanboys are just going absolutely wild. Oh, this is Xbox's fault. And he would still be enjoying working at Bethesda if not for Xbox. And, uh, you know, for him, it, it like he says, this is not a decision I came to easily or quickly, but after an amazing career culminating in the incredible launch of Starfield, it feels like the time is right. Um, he says it's not a goodbye by any means. And he he goes on to talking about just what's going to be, you know, what 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 the next thing, the next steps for him in, in his life. And I think that's uh to me, I think it's a great thing. I, I personally don't think it had anything to do with Xbox 24 years doing the same thing and seeing something as, as big as Starfield, whether people liked it or disliked it is either here nor there. He still put blood, sweat and tears into uh, all these games over the last 24 years. And so it's, uh, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for the guy and hope uh, I just wish him the best. So Nickelodeon, all-Stars Brawl 2 taps out prior to release date as devs announce a minor delay. And they say it's all about adding those finishing touches. So there's a tweet from Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl. It says, Brawlers, our release date will be moving slightly as the team looks to put the finishing touches on Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2. Digital versions will now release November 7th. Retail versions will hit shelves December 1st. As a special bonus, Patrick's elastic waistband costume will now be available to all digital purchases made during the first week of launch from November 7th to the 14th. So a little bit of a delay there for uh, Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl 2, which... uh, I'm not sure how well received the first one was. I know when it comes to uh, these, these games that are very similar to smash, it's tough to compete. Smash really sets a very high bar and I have a hard time jumping in to, uh, um, to anything other than smash, but seeing Garfield, who is one of my favorite, uh, was one of my favorite characters growing up. It's one of the characters I can still like just draw from memory. Um, I don't know. It might, uh, it might change my mind. I might end up jumping in and, uh, and checking out all stars brawl too, but we'll just have to wait and see. Well, I've been seeing some interesting reports about the Mario movie having an influence on Mario wonder, but according to this article on Nintendo life, it says the Mario movie had no influence on wonders, new character design. And, uh, it said it says the developers it says we didn't hear anything about the film's content during development so the article reads we're just days away from the release of super mario brothers wonder on switch and it has become something of a tradition uh nintendo today released the first of two parts on ask the developer which i'm going to go through and uh, give you guys an audio version of of ask the developer so if you don't feel like reading it i'm going to cover all of it And a little blurb from it here, it says, in this game, Mario and his friends have richer facial expressions and each character's movements are more animated. I can imagine that Super Mario Brothers movie having some influence on development. Was that the case? Um, Sato said, we're often asked about the film's influence on the game, but we didn't hear anything about the film's content during development. I think uh, Tezuka-san and Kandu-san were the only members who who knew the details. Um, It goes on to say, I see. So the new elements were unrelated to the movie. 
And Sato said, yes, New Super Mario Brothers was the first 2D Mario game to use 3D models. The adaption of 3D models provided a natural change and was seen as a significant evolution in 2006 when it was released. In addition to the visual changes we incorporated back then, we wanted to implement more engaging and functional ways of using 3D models in this 2D platformer. Therefore, at the early stages of development, we set ourselves with the goal of discovering how this could be achieved. And uh, after going hands-on, I can tell you guys that the, the the facial expressions there's just there's a there's a whole another level of of uh, immersion, and that sounds weird to say about a Mario game, but it really you feel like you're you feel like you're controlling a cartoon more so than just like a a, a, a lifeless sprite on the screen. It feels like you're you're controlling something that has has more life to it. And one of the things I love the most is I feel like the jump animation in w- at least one of the frames looks just like the box art of Super Mario Brothers 2. And uh, I, I just, I appreciate that so much because to me, it feels like a nod. It may just be coincidence that it just, that's the way it worked out, but I love it. And it really, uh, it, it, it's something that I thought was very special. Now, we're going to talk a little bit more about the animations here, and, and we're going to find out how Goombas can deal damage. So, with, and again, we're going to go through these whole things, so you're, you're not going to have to worry about missing any of this. But uh, Sato says, we talked about the evolution of hardware earlier. I heard that someone once asked Miyamoto why Mario takes damage when he bumps into a Goomba from the side in the original Super Mario Brothers game. Apparently, he answered, it's because the Goombas bite him. Uh, Maury, even if that was what was happening due to hardware limitations at the time, the graphics weren't capable of showing that much detail. Sato, that's right. But now we are able to show those expressions. Goombas have a biting expression the moment they do damage. Yes, and they will bite you. They do it with a smile on their face. So there we go. If you've ever wondered why did Mario take damage from Goombas, it's because he was being bitten. And that is going to do it for this episode of the Nintendo Powercast, the Nintendo News Minute. I appreciate you guys so much and hope you have a fantastic evening or morning, depending on when you're listening to this. And we will see you in the next one. Bye now. We'll be right back.